0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the, let's see, Friday, July 9th edition of the podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. That's, I had to get my date straight, man. These The, the one day off this week has kind of thrown everything up in the air. You know, it's uh it's been crazy. Has has work been kind of nuts for you or is it kind of No. No, my,
0: my work is my work has actually been really nice this week. I uh, had some good news on some different fronts and uh just trying to keep running along, man.
2: Is this good news that you
0: can share with our loyal That's, audience or I mean, it's not it's I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I I am buying a business. I'm you know, Ooh, so okay. I will okay. I will go from having three jobs to having four now and that'll be very nice uh, nice i guess hectic but um (laughs) it's the life i have chosen as an individual who does not have a corporate job with insurance and security and uh retirement it is my responsibility to build on top of building on top of building and uh and that's what i'm trying to do well very nice so well congratulations are in order of course um you
2: know, it, we we celebrate America's independence, and now we're gonna celebrate a little more financial independence for
0: you, my friend. So. Well, well, it's not financial independence yet. First five years will be very, very lean. Well, you know, five years is worth it if uh,
2: if it oh, pays yeah. off in the sixth or whatever, six, seven eight. Uh, That's
0: right. Six, six year six. If I make it to year six, it will be worth it in spades.
2: It it feels like you know when we were in high school, it felt like four years was forever. But nowadays, four years, I mean, just gone. So I understand it. I understand. Well, we've got a lot to discuss. Before we get started with it, go ahead and tell you winningcureseverything.com is the website. Everything you need to know about us is over there. Everywhere to follow, everywhere to subscribe, uh, and every show that we do is over there as well. So all the stuff that we do with SBR uh, and all of our podcasts, the live shows, whatever else, all posted right there. So go ahead and check that thing out. And as I mentioned, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. There is a link in the description. You can go and check that out. We do a college football show over there. We are doing two conferences per week right now to get us headed into August. And we are rocking and rolling. Just released the Sun Belt on Wednesday. And I believe the Mountain West is coming out on Friday at some point. Uh, and I believe early next week we're going to have the FBS independents, and then we're starting in with the uh, the Power Five bunch, so or the Power Six, I guess, starting with the AAC That's and right. on and on. So we are going to be rocking and rolling through all of that. We are, you know, picking win totals and conference championships and all sorts of fun stuff. So it is it's been a lot of fun so far. Looking forward to continuing that. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into the news of the day. And the first topic here the Olympics everybody was worried that it it might be crazy. You never know what's going to happen. We're still in the middle of a pandemic, a global pandemic and nothing screams that more so than the fact that the Olympics in Tokyo, Japan are now locked down like they're still going to have them, but there will be no spectators. I don't even know what to think of this. Uh, there's going to be no fans at all. Um, there's there's still people that will be over there covering it news wise. I, well, I, I believe about say, there's it.
0: there's gonna be limited media, like not not just no fans, but the media can show up, they can watch, and then they must leave. Like there's yeah. no talking to, to the to the athletes. There's no getting the scoop. There's no nothing. Parents have to be furious. Are they gonna allow families or no? Do we know? I don't. I don't think so like there's
2: nothing in in the latest news stories about it but it 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 sounds like just nobody really like you're gonna have very limited um but you're not I mean the families of every person competing I mean that that could fill up the
0: arena by itself so so you brought up Wetzel's name he's a guy that we follow we love and and he talked about on the Yahoo podcast him and Pat obviously are going over there Pat's going to work slash watch his daughter which is an amazing thing. Um, Wetzel is a better man than me. I talk about how I own, I own a couple of businesses, right? And they're all small businesses. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, this is, this is not Scrooge McDuck over here. Um, I, I would, I would not take this. I, I, he has enough clout. He has been around, not just Yahoo, but sports journalism. He, I think he should be able to call his own shots of what he wants to cover. He has covered many Olympics in his life. He has seen some of the coolest things in the world. I, I think I would call in a favor and say I'm not doing. Somebody else is going to do this. Yeah, that's that's what I They're think. They're quarantined I think you- in their hotels. This is not yes. outside of work. You know, they can go out drinking or hanging out or or, or even in sightseeing. Not even just being a you know a, a uh, uh American, but just going and enjoying being in Japan and seeing what Japan is all. Nothing. It is go to the thing. Go to your hotel. Go to the thing, go to your hotel, and that's it. You could cover it on TV. What are you doing? Why are you going, Dan? Like, I would ask, like, I know why Pat's going. I would do that as well. You got to put me through hell to do this. I'll do it. But everyone else, this is low man on the totem pole, needs to go go cut their teeth on this bullshit. And and I'm going to hang out over here and maybe cover the NBA finals. I, I agree. Or or I mean, whatever, or just take some vacation time before football gets going. Like I, there's no way I would do this. No, no, not
1: not with smartest. the new
0: restrictions involved. I would love to see Japan, but not like this. If if you're Yahoo Sports or any of these
2: other big media conglomerates, right? Would you Would you even waste the money to send somebody over? Because the stories that come out of the Olympics are the human interest stories, the no, stories I about think- these people. You're not gonna be able to talk to them. No,
0: because I still I I think you could see something different being there, and you can report on something being there. I absolutely would still send somebody. Um, Now, if I was you said you said the conglomerates. Now, if I was a small media thing struggling to financially make ends meet, then no, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. But the big boys that that have plenty of money, um, no, I'd still send somebody, and I'd send the best people I have willing to go. But if, if I had enough clout. In my job to where I could say, I'm not doing this job. Like I, I have, I have a guy that works for me that he gets to call his own shots. I mean, he just, he just does. He knows he's better than everybody else. He's the, he's the most trusted person I have. And when we have a job that's really, really shitty, he just says, Hey, I'm not doing this. And I say, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll put you another job, get another crew in here. and We'll give them this crap job because I know it sucks. And He's kind of earned it. I don't. I, I just have to assume Dad's earned this. I don't know, but maybe I'm yes. wrong.
2: I no, maybe I think I'm you're wrong. right. I think you're right. The the Japanese Prime Minister. I'm not even going to attempt to say his name. Uh, he said that he vowed to do everything we can to prevent the further spread of the infections. One day later, which was yesterday, uh, citing rising case counts and the more infectious Delta variant, he declared the state of emergency, which will extend through August twenty second two weeks after the Olympics end. So this is not something that uh, it'll start like this and then we'll just see how it goes. Like, no, this goes all the way through the Olympics and out. So, you know, they they reported um, 16 days before the opening ceremony, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government reported 920 COVID cases, over 200 more than any other single day total since May. Um, so do you is, think they're going to still do, like,
0: a big opening and closing ceremony? I don't think so, because that's all that is is pageantry, which I actually really love the opening ceremonies um, a lot. I mean, I think I think everybody in the world that likes the Olympics watches the opening ceremonies; they're amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna oh, absolutely I'm gonna miss it. I mean, it's you've always got like on one TV. small country that's got one or two people like representing their country and carrying yeah. their flag, and I like that always kind of moves me and gets me into the Olympic spirit like seeing the Americans walk through we're bigger and we're stronger and we have more money than everybody outside of China like you know like yeah I don't I'm not going to ever get nostalgic about it I want us to do well but I like seeing the little guys who have no chance at winning the medal at anything but they're there competing and they're there fighting and they're representing their country and I think that's Kind of incredible. A lot of these places, these people are coming from just total nightmares places to live. Oh, yeah. And and this is a this is a big deal. And to not have that night, I guess, of just pageantry that doesn't actually mean anything except for the pe- people watching it. Um I don't know. It did it, it's a it sucks. I don't I mean, know. Are they does. not are they officially not doing it? No, no, no. They have not
2: said that they are officially not doing it. I think they're going to watch the case count and all that kind of stuff, see what's going on with everybody coming in. Um, It'll definitely be an
0: empty arena, though, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. it'll it'll definitely be empty. Organizers have said, though, that the games can and will go on in a state of emergency. Um, Japan's minister for the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games reiterated that commitment on Thursday at the beginning of a meeting of leaders from the Japanese and Tokyo governments. uh, And the IOC, the uh, International Olympic Committee, uh, the Tokyo 2020 organizing committee and others, uh, they they committed to it as well. Said it is going to happen. They are already in Tokyo. Uh, we'll we'll see what this looks like, what it means. I mean, I, we kind of thought that we were that we were past this, but I mean, this is crazy. Um, yeah. in, do in you Tokyo, get into the
0: Olympics, or do you just like casually watch it?
2: I I tend to get pretty into it. Yeah. And so I, I, too. I, I, I never I too. like I'm never hyped up about it. But
0: I I, I really, really like the Olympics.
2: I'm saying like building up to it. Like right now, like I know the Olympics start in about two weeks, but I'm not like, I'm not hyped yet. But once, once everything starts, you know, come home from work.
0: and I never get hyped up about a whole lot of things, but once I'm in it, no, I'm, I'm, it's one of those, it's, it's just one of the things I, I don't know, ever since I was a little kid, I always saw the Olympic athletes as the greatest athletes in the world. I mean, now that I'm an adult, you know, I, I watch professional football players and professional basketball players. And, and I'm watching the Euro cup and I'm seeing these guys run around a soccer pitch for 120 minutes straight with no break. And I'm thinking, Oh, no, these, these are the best athletes. In the yes. World. But, yes. But, but it, it, when I was a kid, you know, when you're developing all of your, your kind of roots of, of who you are and what's important to you um, it, it was a big deal. And yeah, and yeah, no, I, just I remember it. Re- I remember it then and I remember it now and now that my kids are getting that age, I, I just kind of like I'm I'm specifically going to sit them down to watch certain events just so they can see, you know.
2: Oh, I mean America this is the, and, and see these things. The Olympics in 2012 are what got my daughter super interested in gymnastics yep. and then 2016 she was super into gymnastics again. We paid for all kind of classes, all sorts of stuff. She's in cheer now, uh, and that's all due to her watching the Olympics.
0: Yeah. So well, we're you know, gonna we're gonna watch, and they're gonna be interested, and then we're gonna say, "Yeah, that's them, not you. Uh, you yeah. you don't have any <laughs> athletic ability in your genes at all." And I'm sorry for that. Let's let's hope that you know you're smart, smarter than your dad.
2: Well, you um, never know. I mean, there's so many different sports that uh that that they could pick something and be really good at it. Like my daughter. I and it sounds, we'll that sounds like
0: in... a lot of commitment and a lot of money, Gary. We don't do well, yeah. that. We're cheap yeah. and we're tight. And, you know. <laughs> I'm not wasting my Saturdays taking my kids. This is where there everyone finds out how much of a horrible <laughs> father I am. I'm. I'm <laughs> my, my youngest wanted to play soccer this, this past, like, whatever, spring, fall, whenever soccer happened in our town. And I was like, uh, no, no, because that sounds no. like ruining every Saturday of my life. I work too damn hard and you do nothing but go to school all day. Um, I'm not giving up my Saturdays. Your Saturdays don't mean shit to you. They mean a lot to me. Believe
2: that. Believe that. Uh, speaking of Saturdays, that's a good segue. North Carolina football. The players have spoken and brother, they are not excited about this 12 team format for the college football playoff. Now, this is the first that we've actually heard of any players in their opinions on the playoff expansion, right? Because it, it, you hear it from fans, you hear it from talking heads like us, everybody that wants to spout out an opinion. Nobody actually asked the guys that are going to have to be out there playing, you know, for possibly 16, 17 games in a season. And now Mac Brown came out and said that uh, during a team discussion about this, his players were against the format and they preferred a six- or eight-team playoff.
0: Uh, I found it strange. Yeah, that, they want a six- or eight-team playoff where all the Power Five schools' uh, champions get in. Yeah, which, it, which, you know, okay. Which, yeah, I yeah. would want that, too, if I was a Power Five school, by the way. Yeah, yeah, because now I don't have to worry about maybe getting embarrassed by Liberty.
2: Uh, very much so. Very I, that's, much. That's so. that's
0: what they're concerned about. Also, but I, I this is going to sound shitty because I I'm one of the biggest advocates for these guys getting paid. Um, I'm one of the biggest advocates for us not restricting them in any way. But but I'm also an advocate for, you know, at, you get to play sport on national TV in front of hundreds of thousands of people live and millions of people around the world, quit your bitching. Like We're not asking your opinion on how many games you want to play. And if you would like to sit out because it's a grueling sport and you don't want to wear your body down, I'm all in favor of that. I've got no problem with that. These rosters in college football are 100 people deep. Okay? So if you want to say, I'm only going to play guys in 13 games, guess what? you play like four also rands a year. All right. You, you play, you play seven teams in your conference that are dog shit that you're going to beat by 25. So, so just, just sit out the second half of all of those games for all of these stars that are actually and, care about this. And then you're good. And yeah. now we've cut this 16 games down to like 12. Uh oh, imagine that this is where we're at now. <laughs> this is problem solved problem solved. Quit yes. pitching. Let's go. Well, I think we are going to see that a lot more
2: going forward um, because we, we already see it. We, you know, with the Alabamas, Clemsons, Ohio States, et cetera, when they play these FCS or these uh, way lower division teams, when Ohio State plays Akron and stuff like that, yes. you, you see the starters come out, and They'll play, maybe the first quarter, and then everybody else gets playing time. Clemson is notorious for playing over 100 guys in home
0: Over 100 games. guys. Yeah, like in one and, game, and this is and this is the issue. If you cut all the games down, then then you don't have the ability to play that. So the play time that you're cutting and not the stars, the playing time you're cutting are all the guys that would normally not get playing time. Yes. Okay. So I just don't understand, I don't understand the argument, I don't understand the concept. Um, now, if they ever get rid of the pay for wins, which is I'm, what I'm wanting them to do, um, then then maybe we can come to the table and have this conversation. But I'm going to tell you, we're going to have very few teams ever play actually 17 games. Maybe. Oh, agreed. Not, uh, maybe ever.
2: maybe one or two in uh, in the history of the season. In the well, history the, of this thing, like the most no, you could just probably not... have, and well, the most that you could have in any season would be like two teams that played 17 games each, and that would require them. Uh, likely,
0: you know, to have won their conference or play in their conference championship and probably lose it and probably lose it. That's right. They'd probably have to lose their conference championship and win or lose. They have to play the game. So they have to play in their conference championship and not be a top four seed and play all the way through to the championship game. Exactly. So, all so if 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 that happens a lot and we see 17 games really wearing on people, so we got to stop using the set. so my question is is 16 games too much? Is 15 games too much? Tell me where to cut this thing off at because we already are at 15 games, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, at Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State like the, yeah. they are used so to playing. So we're 15. already at
0: 15 games. So if you make it six teams or eight teams, you're still at 16 games. 100%. Right? Yes. Correct. Okay. All right. Shut up. These are kids that don't know what they're talking about. I I, I'm very curious. I would like to I would like to actually talk to them. Actually, I want to know why they're upset. You're you're now about to start getting your money. What are you against? Not. I'm I'm curious. What is your argument really?
2: I wonder if the other argument is maybe all right. You're you're basically not going to have a Christmas break like at all. Like it's going to take longer to play these. You're going to play through the Christmas season. Um, but anybody that made bowl games was already having to do that anyway. I was like, just
0: about to say, everybody who already made a bowl game yeah. didn't do that to begin with.
2: It I, I didn't understand it, Uh, why they were arguing about this, because they are one of the teams that that likely could have made a 12-team format last season. I mean, they would have been right on the cusp. So, you know, this would have made sense for them. And I swear, if, if you got them into a situation where – they, they gave up a couple of games like they did last year, right? Uh, so Grimel, uh, Jeremiah Gamel, sorry, the linebacker, said, um let's see. Uh, just talking with some guys on the team when we let Virginia and Florida State slip away from us last year, you can't get those games back. I don't feel like we deserve to be in the playoff if you lose two games like that during the season. and that is a hundred percent true. but if you the rest of his roster, I am sure would have loved the opportunity to go out there and get those games back like it, it wasn't that they weren't good enough it's that they screwed around in two games that cost them right you you make mistakes and then you have a chance to play through them like a, a playoff format like this we've talked about it multiple times but you you could have teams that get hot at the end of the season johnny manzel's a&m team from 2012 legitimately could have won that national championship in 2012. Yes. Like they were playing on fire because remember, right. Manziel was a redshirt freshman that year. They lost two games early and then won what eight straight and just destroyed everybody, beat number one Alabama at home. Like they they were on fire. There are teams that will
0: be able to take advantage of this. Um it I, may co- take a I while, completely agree. I completely agree. I, I like I said I'm, only a power 5 team would say this and i think they're being oh, yes. told to say these things by the way i, I you think might be right. you you know how how easy it is to influence these kids right like you you 100% know that oh yes yes i mean especially mac brown he's very very persuasive
2: you know so everybody calls him are, governor these mac are, at, yeah
0: these guys are all going to have the same opinion of their head coach and their administrators you're not going to get honest answers out of them because i need to know logic and reasoning and don't give me 17 games because you already play 15 games to win it all okay everybody yeah. does so one more game to open it up for everyone else just
1: is don't the nil
2: deep. stuff had not come out and and kids were not getting something for playing that's right then then we're we now really we've got have Now
0: we got problems. And and where where I like I said, I was curious their arguments beforehand when I was reading the the article you sent me. And then when I got to the and we also think that all the power five champions should should automatically get in. Like, oh oh this is this this has nothing to do with with what is right or what is wrong. This is we we don't want to get embarrassed on national TV ever. And we are a team. That because we have to play Clemson, if we ever get by Clemson, we should be in and we should no matter what else happened that season, we should be in and we should, um, you know, have massive advantages over over the people we play. Yeah, Um, you know,
2: we should only have to win two games as opposed to or or three games as opposed to four or whatever it is like, eh, give me a break. Give me a break. Let's uh, let's talk about the home run derby. The 2021 MLB All Star Home Run Derby the the contestant pool has been confirmed. Like the participants are ready to roll, and I mean it. There's there's fun names on this list. The number one spot is uh, Shohei Otani. Did I say that name right? Nope. Yeah. No, that's it. And, okay. I've, I've so- said it multiple times,
0: but I you know you never know. This is done in a bracket form, and I saw the bracket. I'll let you go through the names in a minute. I'm furious yeah. with the bracket. Um, I mean, there are two players. When I saw the list of names, and I thought these are the two guys I think can win it. I'm going to be betting on these two guys. Do and you have it, the bracket? Because I don't have the uh,
2: I don't have the bracket in front of me.
0: Go go ahead and read through the names, and I'll, I'll look at the bracket.
2: Here's the names. Uh, so Otani, uh, Pete Alonzo from the Mets. Ah, uh, Trevor Story from the Rockies, Trey Mancini from the Orioles, Salvador Perez from the Royals, uh, Matt Olson from the Athletics, Juan Soto from the Nationals, and Joey Gallo from the Rangers. Now Soto and Story both have eleven home runs this season. Alonso has yeah. fifteen. Mancini has fifteen. Uh, those are the only ones that are under twenty. Uh, Salvador That's Perez right. has twenty. Olson has twenty one. Gallo has twenty three and and then otani has 32 this is um but you know,
0: make I mean, no the, let me let me tell you something make no mistake about it most of those guys like soto only has 11 uh so soto's my guy by the way Soto's my guy yeah soto only has 11 home runs soto missed a large portion of the season this year before before it started due to injury and due to covid um he has to match up against sote in the first round and that pissed me off. Because I there's a world where I think I think Sote could win this thing. So you got in the first round, you're gonna have Shote Otani versus Soto, Juan Soto. Then you got Salvador Perez versus Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso is the returning champ. That's on one side of the bracket. Other side of the brackets, Gallo and Trevor Story. Trevor Story is the Rockies uh representative, which is which is always fun. So he'll have the home crowd uh with him. And then Matt Olsen will uh do uh Trey Mancini um and and so that's the that's the bracket when I saw this and I, the first thing I went to was I was just trying to find where Juan was and when I saw he was matched up with Soto I was I was furious I was absolutely yeah. furious
2: I mean it's I, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense it seems like one side is significantly stronger than the well, other well
0: not ne- not necessarily and not based off of this year's home run production okay like Agreed. Soto is the quote unquote eight seed based on his home run production this year, but that's like, that's I because said, he hadn't played. you, you, you know, my opinions about all stats, they all lie, they all yeah. lie. And, and Soto is without question, one of the best, I, but you know, I, I'm going to tell you this Shote Shote is, is kind of a freak. I've talked about this before a little bit. If, if you were to design the perfect baseball player, it would be shohei Tani. There is nobody in the league that can throw like him that can not just throw but pitch like him. So if let's say he wasn't a pitcher and he was an outfielder, he'd have the best arm in the outfield. Like it's not and it's oh, not yeah. close by the way. It's not close. Um he he obviously hits for power and we see how great of a hitter he is. But running the bases, he has the fastest base speed recorded <laughs> this year. This year, faster than um, uh like a Tatis or whatever, who who yeah. had the fastest until Shote, you know, had had like a either a triple or he was on first and somebody hit and he went from second to third or whatever. Like it the fastest clock speed at running the bases this year was him. He really is the perfect baseball player. Oh, he's a he's a freak. It's he's un- an absolute freak. It's. Unbelievable! And if you go look at his contract, this guy's playing for a bag of beans compared to baseball players. Oh right? yes, every it's, Japanese. You know what drives player, me
2: nuts? By the way, uh, yeah. it, all of these different guys that are on like the MLB Network or ESPN or whatever that toss out this opinion that he needs to either hit or pitch that he he doesn't need to do both because they think it takes away. It hadn't taken away so far.
0: Hasn't taken like, anything away. Why would you they, change anything? they've they've all been spectacularly wrong they've all yes. been spectacular spectacularly wrong on Well, and this. they're
2: still spouting it because i just heard one of the guys on mb network two days ago talking about it um
0: I, I you know what i think some of that is i think god i think some of that's just jealousy man you're probably right i really do i i, I think they grew up and played in a day where you know you you played the game a certain way and and you know you do certain things and, and this is different than what they're, what they're used to.
2: Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about who's not going to be there. Uh, Vlad jr. He's a uh, Guerrero, not going to be there. Yep. Tatis jr. Not going to be there. Uh, Aaron judge, Gary Sanchez, both have opted out. Javier Baez. confirmed he is not participating. Um, you know, typically I'd be a little upset about some of the names. That's not, you know, that have decided they're not doing it. This doesn't really affect me much. Like, I think the one guy that I wanted to see was Otani and, and he's doing it. So, you know, you got Forgive last me. year's running. No,
0: like, so I, I wanted, I wanted to see Tatis. Um, but Tatis has played hurt most of the year and he hurt himself at the end of spring training do like, he's got a hurt shoulder he's playing through and he's hurt it swinging too hard. Like literally swinging the bat is what's caused the damage. So he can't do it. Um, and and I talked about this on, on one of the solo shows that I've done, um, uh, Vlad junior is, he's trying to do something that nobody's done in a long, long time. Miguel Cabrera was the last guy to hit for the triple crown. Okay. And, and that was that was a decade ago. It was a long time ago. And he really is con- in contention for the triple ground. Okay. he's He's been one of the best baseball players in the sport all year. Um, I think if you're trying to do something really special like that, then then you need to keep doing what you're doing because we always see players come out of the home run derby where it jacks up their swing. And, oh, yeah. and if you're a guy like Vlad and you're trying to do something more than just hit home runs, which you do well. Um, I, I, I think that's, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I would have loved to have seen Acuna do it. Um, I don't, you know, just because he's probably got one of the most violent swings I've ever seen, Um, you know, and, and he hits the ball really hard, really far, you know, but we got to see him do it last year. So I, I understand guys that have done it in the past and then say, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Shohei Ohtani, by the way, two-year two, two year contract, $8.5 million. That's, like total, you said. Not a year. It's, it's like a bag total. of chips. It's stealing. It's stealing. And guess what? The Angels still suck. Yes. They still suck. They and got, got, two got him of the and best Trout. players. I mean, now, Prout, Trout's hurt all the time this year. Well, but yeah. they've had two of the best players in the game, and they still blow dick. Yes. Yes, you're right. I hate that he went to the Angels. I hate now. I'm glad he didn't go to the, the Dodgers. God, I'd throw up all over myself. But, like, come on. And he wanted to stay out West. He wanted to be on a West Coast team. That's I get that. I fully understand that. California, Seattle, that West Coast line takes care of the Asian players better than any other place in the country. Um, I fully understand that. Uh, but it, it it kills me because I, I love the Padres. And San Diego is such a better city than Anaheim. It just is. It just is.
2: Hey, uh, staying on MLB right quick, we didn't plan to talk about this, but did you see what the Astros are doing for the Yankee series that is coming up?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're giving away uh, replica merch for the Super Bowl. uh, replica trophy for the the World Series
2: from a couple years ago. But the one that they were quote-unquote cheating and the Yankees were the biggest complainers, they're giving away a replica trophy a replica ring, and then they're giving out a um, uh, what is it? A Jose Altuve jer- uh, jersey to like the first ten thousand people to get into the stands. Yep. I think it's genius. Yep, absolutely love, love it. it. I love it. <laughs> yep. Absolutely love no, it.
0: All right, listen those yep. those wine crying bastards. Screw them. <coughs> yeah, I mean do do the thing. Oh, it's ridiculous. All right, they were doing the exact same crap. We found out there, cheaters their best players now we got the sticky shit on their hands off their hands and, and their best pitchers can't pitch that they're just as big a cheaters as everybody else out there but we had to listen to them cry on national tv because they were so victimized by what the astros did that's eh, yes. for yourselves
2: you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why
1: you need Viator.
2: Come out against LeBron James. Now, this was a pretty interesting story. You sent this one over to me, and yeah, this uh, is kind of a ballsy move, man. Yeah. Uh, so Michelle Roberts is the the director of the NBPA, and you know, came out and talked about the uh, the numerous injuries to several stars this year. Uh, you know, the season kind of limped to a finish. Had a bunch of guys get hurt in the playoffs and whatnot. Said, if you asked me at the beginning of the season, if we would be able to complete the season, I would not have taken that bet because I didn't know. I was prepared. I think Adam would say, Adam Silver, uh, he was prepared to shut down the season if we found evidence that this was too dangerous, being away from home and all the traveling. So unequivocally, yes, for the obvious reason that we had it, right? If you don't play, if you don't work like everybody else, you don't get paid. That very easy to see there. I mean, that's a simple, rational logic, Right. I love that. So uh, LeBron James is the one that has complained all season about how it was such a short turnaround. And, and then
0: as soon as they missed the playoffs, they got knocked out. Not they miss. They got well, they, knocked they out, got out knocked the playoffs. Out. He he immediately started criticizing every time another player went down. See? See? Look what happened. Well, I guess the Bucks aren't really upset about this. I bet the Suns aren't really upset about this. No, they're perfectly fine. That's right. They are perfectly fine. Like that's the thing. So you have
2: injuries every year regardless of the turnaround. Right. Like it doesn't matter. It
0: it wasn't a COVID-19 uh shortened season. It wasn't the short nope. they, turnaround. They played they played 82 games. The game the amount of games that they're supposed to play every I think year. I
2: think it was 72, wasn't it? 70. I think they I, played I, 10. Hell, less.
0: And they played then they played less games than they would normally play in a regular yes. season. Yeah, played less games. So had they and played the the ten extra games, God knows how many injuries we would have had, Gary. Yeah, I mean
2: it's just insane. So, but this—I mean, this worked out well. Like Chris Paul gets to make his first finals. Uh, the Suns have their first ever lead in the NBA finals. Yeah, uh,
0: the Greek Freak is in his first finals. This is Giannis's like, first final. I mean, it's yeah, a big deal. This it, is big. I've I've talked about this a couple of times also, and it's just a matter of the old lion dies and the young lion takes over. All right. The only, the list of players that are all getting hurt are all old players. And some of them have had injury problems their entire career. And some of them have not. And this is the first time they're getting hurt, but they're also older today than they were yesterday. And this is what happens. And you know, who's not hurt Devin Booker, uh, 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 Deandre Aiden, like, like these young stars, that are hitting their prime. They're not getting injured. They're having yeah, no the, problems the only playing.
2: the only young player that I know of that got hurt really was so uh, Mitchell for the Jazz missed like the first game, but he was yeah. he was fine. Um, and then uh, Jamal Murray, like Jamal Murray is young superstar, like budding superstar. Uh but, yeah, other but than injuries that, yeah, you're are you right happen. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. Injuries are going but to happen. But the slew and of was,
0: injuries that happened all happened to old players. Yes. And it could have
2: happened in any season because it does happen in yes. every season. That's there right. is nothing to complain. This is uh, this is the whole victim mentality thing. It's like if he doesn't make a finals, there there's some underlying reason as to why he didn't. And this time it was uh, because Antonio Davis uh, or Anthony Davis, excuse me, yeah. uh, was was hurt for their series against the Suns. Well, it turns out the Suns pretty good, you know? Yeah, I mean, it worked yeah. out. Now yeah, right. we can. I'm not going to talk too long about this, but uh you know I talked on the show the other day about the ratings. I was curious. Uh it is it's not as low as last year, but man, it is way down. It averaged like 8.6 million viewers for game 1. And I mean that is like a 30 I think it was 36% drop from the 2019 one, which was the lowest in like two decades. So this is now officially the lowest in like
0: yeah, but it was higher than last. But, but it was higher, But it was higher than last year. It's, it's yeah, it was than higher last than last year's.
2: year. Yeah, but but last year's was and in, last year's
0: we had stars. Last year we had big teams.
2: No, I mean we had the Lakers in uh in the Heat. Yeah, so yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's definitely better than last year. Now last we had year big was cities a we had big different times we had stars. So it last year's was in on the now, middle hang of football. On. We season. had a
0: time where every everything was. St- I also I also think that that this is just a new age like. We just have to recalibrate what sports ratings are because this isn't just an NBA problem. Everybody but the NFL lost ratings last year. And, hell, I think even the NFL lost ratings compared to what they normally get. They were just yeah. still bigger than everybody else. Oh, and that's that's
2: why I compared so this if to all 2019 and not last down.
0: year. But, no, but that's what I'm saying. You can't compare it to 2019 because th- that we live in a different world now than we did in 2019. Two years ago, people watched television differently. Every sporting event has gone down considerably from 2019. All of them, even the NFL, the king that can never be taken down, is significantly smaller today than it was in 2019. I I am curious
2: to see that this year to see what it's going to look like because we we all know last year well, was well you can't look well. Well, that's what i'm saying like this is, i mean the 2021 season when you're not in the middle of an election cycle when you're not uh dealing with all the COVID stuff like when people aren't watching the news in massive numbers uh will they come back to the nfl the way that you know we thought they would for the nba but they haven't um you know at, at pga i just, I just think way, te- i up. think television
0: like, watching has i think television watching has just changed and you just you just might be right about watch that. television has changed
2: so but this is this is the first season really uh, aside from Major League Baseball, um, but you, you can't really tell the numbers for that until really you get into the the pennant race and the the playoff race, right? So, well, because hey, we, we don't we, have
0: national numbers, you have local numbers.
2: Yeah, you just got local numbers right now. But, uh, but yeah, as far as a big time national, you know, one of the big three, um, I we're not going to know the numbers until after the football season, and then you know we'll see we'll see what ends up happening. I'm uh, I'm curious about it. But either way, uh, we do have two more topics that we want to hit, and we're not going to tell any, uh, I'm not going to dig into goofy stories. You know, we'll we'll do some of that on, on Sunday's show or Monday's show. Uh, McGregor and Poirier 3 is this weekend, and I am stuck. 1-8, by the way. Uh, you want to come over to the house and watch?
0: Uh, probably not going to, but no, I'm not, I'm probably not going to watch it all. I've seen it twice. I've seen one guy okay. win one. I've seen one guy win the other.
2: I'm uh, going to be stuck at the house they with, haven't uh, with, a with the very kids. Good
0: job of, they, haven't, they haven't done a good job of selling this to me. Yeah, I just, I don't care.
2: Okay, I can understand that. So uh, McGregor, on his side, uh, he did come out and say uh, that he was looking past Poirier in January. He was he had already set up a camp to do a boxing match with Manny Pacquiao, uh, and then he apparently got injured in the fight, so he couldn't go in and and set up the boxing match, all that kind of. And now he's you know got revenge on his mind, all that kind of stuff. Uh, He said that. He quote sent electric bolts down Poirier's body with left hands, but didn't swarm for the finish because he was yeah, trying that's to what win I rounds.
0: Said.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, we talked about this a lot we, last year. We, or last, he's uh, trying to win
0: rounds. What? Win the fight, you dumbass. Yes. I swear so he, to God, these guys. I mean, there's a reason they're fighters for a living. They're morons. All of them are morons. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that any of these guys have ever like gone on and left fighting and and went on to like you know. I, I don't know, cure some disease or, or you know, do something, you know, they, they have a lot of money and many of them do good, but, but they're not smart. They're not geniuses. No, the only, moron. the only one he's that a, I would, he's an idiot. that
2: I would say is uh, that I would say really good things about is, is Stipe. Like Stipe is awesome. You know, he, he was going yeah, out, what was he doing? Yeah, he yeah. was a uh, 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 EMT and a uh, firefighter and all that. in in Ohio, like, you know, and, yeah, but and those, meantime, are still
0: like, those are still like meathead things though, man. Like, you, well, no, yeah. yeah. No, I mean you're right.
2: So uh, McGregor's quotes. Uh, I love so is, I love
0: firefighters, and they're awesome dudes. I'm friends with a lot of them. But but it's
2: still those, very those much head geniuses. Things. Those guys aren't geniuses. <laughs>
0: yeah, you um, know, McGregor. What McGregor's saying is 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 I. It's only like uh, three or three or five rounds. Like I'm trying to win rounds. What do we? This isn't boxing going twelve rounds. If you knock his ass out, then you win the fight. That's a dumb he, thing to
2: say. He was saying that he was trying to go longer in the fight to help with his cardio to get him revved up for a Pacquiao <laughs> boxing match, which is
0: that's such a st- I'm dumb.
2: ridiculous. But um, I but I can listen. buy it a little bit, and here's why I buy it. Okay, I Carter- buy it because there were there were all the videos that were going out of Dana White talking with Habib Nurmagomedov Madoff uh, about how much money the Habib McGregor two fight would be. And how much money they can make. And they were still, Habib was still talking about coming back at that point. And when Poirier won, uh, Habib was like, all right, I'm out. Like, I'm done with this. There's nothing here for me. Like, a McGregor fight is a big money fight. Which, So McGregor in this, his quotes were, I'm coming in to kill this man. I'm coming in with vicious intent here. Mortar shots. What else can I say? That's the way it is. I'm looking to take this man out cold. Poirier, everybody has said that he should be the champion right now. In this division, because he, he had been number one for the longest time. Charles Oliveira was was ranked like two spots behind him when he came in the season. But Poirier got the McGregor fight, and he knocked him out. And rather than take a shot at the title, he and his wife talked about it for just a little bit. And he took the McGregor fight again because they understand how much money it is. It, it, his first fight with McGregor... Poirier made $34,000 with this one. He's making seven figures like guaranteed before he even steps in the ring re- or in the uh, octagon, he's making seven figures. And so while he has always said that it is his goal, it is his, the only thing that he wants in this world is to hold that belt. At the end of the day, a fight against McGregor is worth more than the championship, which I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that we see a different McGregor this go round, the that one that's not looking ahead, one that's not thinking about all the other stuff that he's got to do. But may- maybe sometimes you can't you can't get that back, like that hunger
0: and everything. Maybe you can't get that but, back. So, so therein lies there. All right. So he might be able to get that back. This might be an awesome fight, and he might kick his ass. Here's my problem he he has fooled me too many times that he cares more about the sideshow than the fight. Okay. Yeah. So I'm out. I'm just done. You're not getting my dollars anymore. You're not getting my views anymore. I'm, I'm no longer interested in Conor McGregor, who was one of the most interesting things about UFC in a long, long time, because I watch him half-ass fights, and I don't understand it. And if you're not going to give me your all, then I'm not interested in you, because you obviously don't give a shit about me, especially on, like, a betting side. People gamble on you. People bet on you. and 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 you're not even trying out there you're you're out there screwing around. You know what? Fuck you.
2: I'm done. He's uh so he is the underdog in this fight. I think he's plus 110 at some spots, plus 105 at uh at some of the others. Uh you know, Poirier coming in as a favorite. This is uh a bit of a uh, what what's the office reference? Uh my how the turn tables have turned or how, might have how the how the turns have tabled or whatever it is. Like yeah. this is this is different. This is very different. So I'm I'm curious what is going to end up happening on Saturday night. We'll close out with this. I know that you know more about this than I do, so I will let you explain to me exactly what happened. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Lightning have won a second straight Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay has turned into title town ever since Tom Brady has gotten to town. And, and apparently, now you sent us this graphic the other day. Uh, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but everywhere that he I has gone it. from where he was... From when where he was, he was born. When, was yeah, when he was a child. Yeah, uh, out in California, the 49ers and the Raiders both were winning NFL championships. Yep. He goes to Michigan. They win a national championship. The Red Wings win Stanley Cups. Uh, all sorts of stuff goes on good in Michigan. He goes to New England. The Celtics are winning championships. The Bruins are winning championships. The Red Sox are winning championships. And now he goes down to Tampa. The Rays are in the World Series. And... You know, the Lightning have won two Stanley Cups, and now
0: the Bucks have won a championship. What is going on here? Like this is witchcraft. I I think I think there's a chance he could like if this was many a moons ago, like we would look at him the way people looked at Hercules or Thor. Like I, there's there's a world where he's just a god. Okay, it's entirely possible. And like he, he just brings light and goodness and victory to all around. Him. There's, there's no other explanation for. I this. don't, I don't have a, la- a logical explanation for it. The, the Lightning chance. have never been
2: worth even discussing in NHL circles, and and now he gets to town,
0: and all of a sudden they've won two Stanley Cups. Well, I mean they're, they're pretty good, um, but yeah, no, this is it's it's weird, it's strange. Um, there was a. But well, on top of right that, the, the the two guys that the only two guys on the team that had
2: not won uh, that, a Stanley that weren't cup part of the cup were
0: involved th- in the score last night,
2: which is insane.
0: Yeah, the one like the is- one one nothing game, and and the two guys, one got the assist, one got the goal. They're the only two guys on the roster that weren't there last year and or had never won a Stanley Cup before. Pretty that is, like, like you can't. If you brought scripts like this to Hollywood producers, they would laugh you out of the room and say, That's too much on the nose, man. We can't do that. It's so much that's too cheesy. It's, yeah, too people, people see that coming. That's Disney, yeah, that's a Disney that's, movie, yeah. That's it's not even Disney because even at Disney, you know, the mom dies 90% of the time. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. And and so it's just, I don't, I don't know, I can't explain it. I find it interesting, I find it funny because I. I love Tom. I worship at the feet of Tom. And maybe, maybe one day you will all begin to worship at the feet of Tom.
2: I will tell you this. My stance on him has shifted greatly ever since we started doing this show back in 2016. I mean, you know, I was not a big Tom Brady fan I know. whatsoever. And now I think I just appreciate
0: greatness. I think, I, that's But a- I also find him, I, I will tell you this. I, I saw watching Twitter during the match so many people to a him leaving Boston really helps a lot of people because they all hate me. And now they still get to hate the Patriots, but they get to do what they've always wanted to do, which is root for Tom. Um, uh, you know, so that, so that helps, but then also seeing him do the match for the third time, you find that this guy's not just a robot or a machine. He's, he's goofy. He's nerdy. He's self deprecating, which we all like. Um, and, And and he's he's got a little personality. Like he's not the life of the party. Okay, but but I don't know. He was during that Super
2: Bowl trophy presentation, like or the the parade and everything. Tequila Tom was a thing.
0: I just think cameras. That's the first time he he might have ever been drunk in public. Like that might (laughs) be the first time that's ever happened in his life.
2: It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. He's. he's I I do like that. I
0: do like that somebody from the Lightning was like, you know, well, you can't throw, this trophy's too big to throw, Tom. And he was like, tequila makes everything lighter. And I was just like, he (laughs) makes, nobody else makes fun of himself like this. Listen, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is so thin-skinned. Anybody makes any joke about him on Twitter, he just murders them. He destroys them. Uh, we, We see other guys in the NFL go that same route. Everybody is so thin skinned and so protective and this guy. who so many people have spent so much of their life. Hating is so likable. He's so willing to laugh at himself and to be good. He knows he's nerdy. The the fact that he played 80% of that golf match with his shirt buttoned all the way up to the top. Like it wasn't until the back nine before he unbuttoned the top very tip top button. Like, Yes, he looks like a nerd. He looks like a goofball. And when you talk to him, he's just, he's okay being silly and goofy. It's pretty awesome. And I, it's kind of good it. at trash talk because oh, it's coming so. from like the widest, nerdiest guy in the world. Yeah, which automatically makes it better. Yes, automatically it definitely makes, it makes it better. Well, it's impossible for it to be like mean because yes. you just kind of feel bad for him when he's like bad at it. And when he's good at it, you're like, oh. That's pretty good. I wasn't expecting that coming from you. Coming Illinois. from a nerd, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I think the world him leaving, which is weird. He left Austin. He went to Florida, and yeah, and, and you would think that 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 wouldn't be good for his image, but it it did somehow. It uh, has worked. Make him more likable, and then seeing him on the match and if Charles Barkley can hang with you and like you and Phil Mickelson, like those are two of the most likable people in the entire sports world. It's almost like if they vouch for you, you know, it's, it's like, you're the asshole if you don't like him. Yeah. I think you're probably right about that.
2: So, well, with that said, congrats to the lightning. I know that we swapped it over to a Tom Brady story, but, but uh, the lightning get another one
0: It should have been a Tom Brady story. That's okay. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, I think, I think Tom Brady could take over every single show that we do my friend every single show that we do all right right. with that said let's go ahead and get out of here um yeah i mean this has been a lot of fun it's been a good week we're gonna see even more coming up next week go to winningcureseverything.com and of course we will have a podcast out on monday but make sure you are subscribed everywhere you can youtube uh the podcast etc jump on all those apple podcasts leave a nice five-star review and go and check out sbrpicks.com slash or go over to YouTube and search out SBR Picks. Our conference previews are rolling. So go ahead and watch those. They're not too long. We didn't make them like an hour long per show. It's very simple. Go and check them out. And, uh, and with that said, Chris, anything else we need to hit? That's it, brother. I think that's it. All right. You guys take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully all of your tickets cash. This week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.